Welcome to Amplified. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome. This is Ken Roshan on Voice America Influencer Channel, brought to you by Big Events USA, the Umbrella Syndicate, the Red Carpet Connection, and of course, the Keep Smiling Movement. And we have been so busy putting together these Keep Smiling 100 book project. And I guess the project doesn't explain it well enough. Some people have thought that it's 100 people, 100 chapters in one book, and that would be an awful heavy book. So this is actually 100 (laughs) different books with 100 different authors telling their story and i'm excited to have jay shootbarn for the second segment because he's going to actually edify and share how important it is to share your story and the stories matter so i can't wait to get to him and i'm hoping i'm praying is he doing a cute smiling book he is he already has oh my <laughs> oh, goodness i mean it's ready to go you just you just ha- because he's in the list of all the things that have been coming at you you haven't had a chance to read it yet and it is good well, I will say this, uh, when you're juggling 100 books and they're not 100 chapters, that's a lot of doggone work. And this is a big project. <laughs> so we're trying to wrap it up on the 31st uh, of this month. And I guess you had alluded to, because I haven't been able to think more than one day ahead, but you had alluded to the fact that there's something coming up. What's coming up next week? Well, there are some pretty cool things. I said, Ken, uh, let's uh, talk about next week. And he's like, okay. And he's being a little bashful about it because it is his birthday next Monday. And we're going to be celebrating by having Greg Reed on. And his birthday is the day before. So we're going to be having a little birthday party online for these two. And it's going to be super fun and exciting. And it's going to really start off the whole month. As far as I'm concerned, Ken, I think we can start your birthday celebration today because Because that is the whole month that we're going to be really, you know, getting this uh, Keep Smiling books done and out. We're still working on uh, bringing in um, uh, sponsorship and advertisement so that we can really make this big and awesome. It is a nonprofit for those of you who did not know. Uh, So we are out there amplifying goodness through smiles and honoring people who really put out that great stuff in the world. And so we want to really make our reach really big and really viral with the 100 people that are participating. So I'm excited about next week and I'm excited about today because you are here, Jay's here and Aaron's here. And by the way, Aaron is doing a Keep Smiling book as well too. So we are all on board. (laughs) So we will put the, so the idea I came up with last week that I hadn't shared with you is that when we have these radio shows, we're going to have one page with um, a connection to that particular show so people can hear their voice and um, learn more about what maybe is not shared in the chapter. And we certainly have learned that when people do these chapters, there's a whole different version that they may be sharing in the book that they don't necessarily share on stage or in a movie or, or on a radio show. So that's pretty cool. All right. Well, we have also David Corbin who's having his birthday next week. So we're going to think about a bunch of people that maybe we can do little shout outs to. Uh, next week and maybe people start converting their birthday because they hear that that's such a good birthday to have Uh, i i was already working on that with the judge here locally and i've got some things to jump through (laughs) all right well let's bring aaron on i'm excited i'm excited to bring aaron on let's go ahead 
<laughs> well, Erin Strayer, she, uh, wow. When you look at her history, it really blows you away. At, at 19 years of age, uh, she was in a vascular surgical room working alongside the surgeon where she mastered vascular surgery within nine months. By age 22, she was leading cardiac teams and training all over the world and did that for 25 years. And she was uh, really finding out she had this capacity to take over the world as far as getting what she wanted and uh, writing her contracts, picking the cities that she was training in and her uh, the money that she was receiving and having those kind of tactics. Then she went on to a uh, by 26 to own a multi-million dollar manufacturing company that was bigger than a city block had over 60 employees and did such a really cool things and then she went on to start doing more business consulting <laughs> where now she works with six and seven figure heart-centered CEOs and entrepreneurs who are ready to reach out in the world so you know they want to get that vital blood pumping to make things really awesome for themselves so Erin welcome to the show we're so happy to have you. Oh my gosh! Good morning. Thank you so much for having me. What a great introduction. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> that was that was badassery. That was for sure. It was for sure. <laughs> and, for and that sure. was all I just out it. of my head. I wasn't looking at a thing. I didn't even have your stuff pulled up because I know how cool you are. <laughs> oh, you guys! I'm, I'm blushing. I'm I'm blushing through the lines here. Well, I'll tell you, this is That's something else cool. when you've when you've <clears throat> met somebody and even been on a cruise and you're not even friends with them on Facebook. So I sent you a friend request so we can be like legitimate <gasps> friends too. Oh my gosh. <laughs> we can we can? I can't wait to be a legitimate friend with you. <laughs> <laughs> so since you did the project and I, I will have to say that there are so many interviews and chapters that are being edited on uh, Andrea's side. So the juggling sure. of a hundred different books, obviously, not getting to them as fast as I thought I could. So what was the experience like for you to do that to that uh, chapter, that well, text, we'll that see. template? It's a huge, it's a huge task, right? Like it's a, it's an undertaking. It's like, okay, well, what do you, what do you focus on? How do you pick? How do you choose? What's the biggest, um, what's the, what, what's the message we want to get across, right? With the keep smiling movement. And um, yeah, it, you know, narrowing it down um, was really, is really still a, you know, is that really, is that really what you want to do and what the message is that you want to get across? And bottom line is if you can touch and change and shift one person with your message, with your vision, with what you're doing in the world, that's the whole, that's the whole goal. And, um, I can yeah, so I can almost, I can almost imagine Jay Shoup is drooling. I mean, <laughs> this is his topic. I mean, storytelling. Well, you know, the, the reason I say that mm -hmm. is because I've had numerous people write me and say, this project really caused them to go deep and go heavy into their life. And uh, all the other things they've done before didn't really give that opportunity because they were asked more as an expert or to download their brain or heart from a content standpoint and not so much from a, a story. And these books are specific designed to give to anybody that needs inspiration, anyone that needs hope. So that's the whole idea of the Key Smiling Movement is that if you can get out of your bad attitude or your bad outlook on life and shift over to positivity, that you'll actually cause that difference to happen as an experience too, which of course is abundance, it's a connection, and it's, it's it's just a lot of things to include even being a leader that inspires others. So that's why I asked yeah. you that. So anything about that yeah. uh, that chapter that you uh, learned or wanted to share first and foremost? And, and you know, one of the first questions <laughs> we ask anyway is tell us your journey. Tell us who you are. Right, yeah, and, and our journey, Jill, 
they get to be honored and they get to, um, you know, they're part of us. And every single experience that we've had in our, in our life has led us to where we're at right now and why we do the things that we do. Right, Ken? <laughs> like, Amen. I know for you, and I know, I know for Andrea, I'm sure for Jay on the, on, on the other line, no, myself Jay, included. Jay is actually an exception. Jay is an exception. He was able He's to not be who he is based on his journey. Yeah, he was able to skip through his whole journey really? and create a who. <laughs> Maybe not. Man, I can't wait to hear that story. <laughs> um, I, I'm going to be waiting with bated breath for that. Um, <laughs> you know, but well, it takes you know, so what's, long what's to your figure- part of your journey? Because uh, one of the things that's um, in her chapter uh, through her interview that's that. I hadn't addressed at the beginning is in the middle of her, well, within months of her becoming this, you know, amazing surgical assistant in, in these um, operating rooms, you were in that skiing accident and ended up paralyzed. So that's one of the challenges that Uh you overcame. So if you'll share that with Ken and everyone. Yeah, absolutely. So um, I was a little egotistical hot dog skier um, and I, yeah, I was, brand new in my, in my career, jumping off, like at the height of my, oh my gosh, right? Like you're totally on an ego adrenaline rush because you're making it and you're amazing and everybody is realizing your talent and you're, I was excelling way quicker than anybody else had, um, that they had ever come across and wow, was my head getting big. And, um, I also live in a, um, amazing area where we have snow skiing for the winter and, that was just part of our, you know, growing up, everybody skied. And, uh, yeah, I, um, I had this crazy little, uh, all kinds of, all kinds of events that, um, went wrong. Brand new pair of skis, skiing on a hill I'd never skied before, skiing at night, skiing with a bunch of little kids that were with me and I was teaching them, you know, little hot dog tricks, you know, making them be like me because they, they thought it was cool. And, um, <laughs> I had this massive wipeout where they had to take me off the mountain. They had to like, you know, ambulance me in and, uh, yeah, it left me, um, paralyzed for right close to four months. And here I am, I can't use my hands. And what do I do? I do surgery. Um, and what in the world was going to happen next and where, where do I get to go with this? And three and a half months into this injury, they still had zero, um, neurological activity, and no movement, no recollection, no pin pricking feel, no electrical shock feeling, like zero. And I'm like, okay, what gets to happen if this actually is a permanent paralysis? What gets to wow. happen? Am I going to sit in my apartment, right? Am I going to sit in my apartment and sit and stew and be in this like really deep, dark hole that I now have dug for myself because clearly I'm not as good a skier as I thought I was. Um, and, <laughs> you know, and what am I going to, what am I possibly going to do with my career? That, that's what I studied for. I'm clearly really, really good at it because they've all told me I was. And now what? What's going to happen now? Right? So wow. just, um, yeah, right? <laughs> like you sit with that when you're 20, 22, 23 years old. Um, and, you know, you, you think you're on top of your game and you kind of get your knees knocked out from underneath you, literally, um, and your ego get put back in check and you get to sit in your apartment and, and think about what you get to do next because <laughs> yes. you might not ever feel, feel your hands again, right? Yeah. I, so I totally relate to you because uh, I, I went to airborne school around the same 
age and I thought, you know, hey, I'm immortal. Nothing's going to happen to me. And I got injured so bad. Right. I, I, I almost broke my ankle and couldn't run for over a year. So I, I relate to you on a high level. You just don't appreciate wellness until it's taken from you. I mean, even when you have a little thing happen to your pinky or something, you realize how important that little guy is. So right. what did you, what happened? What happened after that? Well, um, quite honestly, I, I, uh, I dove really deep into, um, the physician that was taking care of me, I was like, okay, I need some extra stuff here. Cause what happens if this doesn't happen? Where do we get to go? What do I get to do with the knowledge that I have in and around surgery in the operating room? If, if I never recover, can I still use that, that knowledge? Can I still use it to train other people? Can I still use it to tap in? Can I, is there another way to utilize what I have? And I formed, started, <clears throat> pardon me, forming this relationship outside of a normal appointment with this physician that was, was my, you know, my main, my main physician that was taking care of my case. And, um, you know, really my mindset started changing. And as soon as my mindset started changing, everything started changing. There were options. There were going to be, you know, availability to plug me in with, with what I knew and how I was able to facilitate because I realized very, very quickly um, that I excelled so quickly because um, I knew things that I didn't know how I knew. Um, I, was, I was given these gifts and these talents, and I was supposed to use them. It might not have actually been with hands-on patient care. I was going to go ahead if I, you, right? Like we all have gifts that we kind of don't know how we have them. We have abilities. We, you know, we're like our superpowers are out there and we, I don't know, we're like massive creative writers or we know how to fix cars and we don't, we've never taken an automotive class before or like um, painting just comes natural to us or whatever. Those are gifts that we come into this world with. And this physician said to me, he said, he said, Aaron, you're an amazing, you're an amazing teacher and mentor, you've trained so many people in such a short period of time already, you will continue to go and train people. Well, wow, that really uh, goes in the face of Malcolm Gladwell's uh, outliers, which is everything is related to how much time you put into it. And when you hit 10,000 hours, you actually become this expert. But based on his chapters of how violinists become pros versus teachers versus um, hobbyists is based on the amount of hours a day they, they practice. So that's interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually had the opportunity. I was um, just, just yesterday, I was judging a talent contest um, locally where I live. And there was this young man, he's 18 years old. He was, um, <clears throat> he was a, playing the piano uh, for the, for the contest. And I did years of studying piano. So I was like really excited to hear him. And I'm like, yeah, he's 18. Let's see what he's got you know, whatever. He gets on the mic, he introduces himself, says he's never taken a piano lesson in his life. Actually, that was a lie, he said. He goes, I took one, and the piano teacher said, this won't work for you. <laughs> he said, so I'm, so I'm going to play for you. And he sat down and played, like, three songs, no music, <laughs> all by ear. He wow. said, I can't read music. I've, never, I've taken one lesson. The instructor said, it's not for me. It's not going to work. And case in point. We're put in this world with gifts and talents that we don't really know how we have them, but we get to take them and do something with them. And if we don't, we're actually really super sa- um, selfish, <laughs> if you think about it. 
I agree. To not put agree. those to not put those talents out and share them with the world, whatever those are. Even this is one scared. of those times where I wish I had the uh, I had the three screens on the TV and I had Malcolm on you <laughs> one side and I had you on the other. Mm. You guys just <laughs> because I'm I'm such a, a big fan of him. But what you just said is actually true as well. And so there are, there are these savants. There's these miracles that yeah. happen. There's people that are born with gifts, and you're absolutely right. They are uh, I guess more of I guess a lotto aspect. I mean, it's not very often sure. that you are born with these gifts. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, so absolutely. badass, is that is that the example of a badass? I would call that absolutely a badass. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. All right. So the reason I love the T. Smiling <laughs> book is because you, you're able to pick the 99 people you want in your book to actually honor them because they complement either what you believe in or the theme or your their mentors of yours and you just want to acknowledge them. So I would love to ask you, uh, since we're going to be building your book, who are some of the badasses you would, that are kind of like your dream team you'd want to have in your book? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, the majority of some of my massive people that have by far influenced who I am as a, as a woman, as a person on the face of this earth, um, in my career, in my stepping out of my medical career and into what I do now Um one lady, her name is um, Janine Murphy, and she was a former CEO for a huge financial industry here. She um, she taught me, she she looked right at me, she goes, Erin, she goes, it doesn't matter how old we are as women, we are here on the face of this earth to support and encourage and complement each other. We are not here to compete with each other. She's like, we get to put the L in the word and complete each other as women, bringing the love, making the circle bigger, being part of the collective as women. And we get to lean on each other instead of playing lone wolf. She said, every single one of us as women are brought into this world thinking that we can do it all. We're very service-based. We are natural caregivers. We're the ones that give the birth to the babies. Men don't do that. It's just automatically um, um, in, in our DNA and in our nature to be those nurturers, those constant over-givers, those over, over-achievers, and saying yes to everything. She's like, guess what? You get to have, you get to have a, a circle of people that you get to continue to add to that complete and- you and help you go forward in life. That's beautiful. And I'd, I'd love to hear a couple other shout outs. I'm guessing that uh, Dr. Terry Levine is in your badass category. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> <laughs> He's outstanding, by the way. Just outstanding. Um, yeah, see, like, I, I don't get starstruck by a lot of people, but. <laughs> I, um, she absolutely, I get tongue tied. I adore her. I think she, um, she's in this world as one of the, um, people that has positioned herself to be able to give and not give, we can't give more than we get. Otherwise our cup is empty. Right. Right. And she, she is one of those people that has positioned herself and allowed herself to give at a very, very large level. And um, I, I uh, 
am very, very uh, magnetically attracted to her energy, who she is as a person, how she shows up in the world. And she uh, very, very quickly came into my world and shifted and changed my mental um, thoughts on how we get to do that in a way that is in alignment with us. Well, giving this, this with, is cool. Without overgiving. Yeah, without overgiving, because again, we as women, some uh, men, men do a lot too. Um, sometimes we overgive, and then our then the cup is empty. So well, I'm I'm, so, I'm very impressed because it's funny. We have some history, and she's a very. I mean, she is a force. There's no doubt about it. She's a force. Oh, you, <laughs> serious. So here's what's serious. interesting. You, you got is a capital the 31st is, behind her name. <laughs> no doubt. So with the 31st being around the corner, we're actually still looking for a couple people that are the right fit for this project. And you may be the one that actually can extend that gift to her. As you know, it's like a $10,000 oh. gift. So if you want to, but I want to share something with you. Since we're not Facebook friends, obviously I'm looking at your Facebook page and that's how I came up with Terry because Terry's an old friend of mine. But do you know how they put the nine friends that are in a block, the nine friends that uh, I guess yeah. are your most important possibly? So Lou Edwards, he just sent his oh, chapter yeah, in, sure. he's smiling chapter in last week. Tom Beal, awesome. I've been begging him to send his chapter in. Ken Krell sent his chapter in a couple weeks ago. He said it's his best work he's ever done. He says, I have the right no, to this too, right? And I said, yes, Ken, you do. Because he says, I've never shared so much about my life. And then Ashley Cheeks, who was on the cruise. Lorenzo uh, Hickey, his, his is still due, but is coming in like this week. Chris Salem yeah. sent his in about three weeks ago. Ari Taub, oh, I don't know if he's doing people. his. Beth, oh my gosh, Bethany they're like Hannah, my favorite people. Bethany Love Hannah, she just sent hers in last week. And Brigitte is our star of the nine because she sent hers in, I don't know, five months ago because she was one of the people that actually was chosen uh, and about empowered women. She's a she's just a very powerful leader and speaker on empowering women. So we brought her in wow. really early. And she's one of our sample uh, books that we send out to everybody. So that's a cool wow. nine that you got. I like it. I like it, Ken. I like it. I think it's going to be a fast track to the top nine for me and you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. Well, I wanted to make sure, Ashley, um, I'm sorry, uh, that Andrea gets a chance to also share a question or two. Go ahead, Andrea. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. So, um, Aaron, you know, so you and I have had this uh, great relationship. And, and so Ken and the world are not party to some of the other amazing, really cool things that you've been <laughs> gearing up for to change things with your television show. So please share about that. Oh, geez, OP. Yeah, I was, I was almost scared there for a minute what you were going to come out with. <laughs> I was scared, too. I was really scared. <laughs> I was I was almost scared because Andrea Andrea and I uh, have some pretty cool conversations. Um, yeah, so my 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 TV show is really it has it has grown and expanded in places that I I honestly couldn't even dream of it to go. Um, it's uh, really about empowering other amazing female entrepreneurs that are out in the world doing things just a little bit differently, have a different take on how to. Um, like Terry Levine coming at coming at business from a completely different angle, right? How how do we as women get to do things differently? And what's working for them might also work for you too. Or it might be your next partner. Or it might be your next um, you know JV person. It might be your next person that you um, need in your, in your business to help your business get to that next level. Um, is the goal of the guest expert experts that I have on um, and. 
man, oh man, does it touch my heart. Just, I'm sure like your show too, just the people that come on and touch your heart and expand and grow. But the, um, really I thought I was going to have three or four of my very best girlfriends on and they do it because it was an obligation, <clears throat> you know, to me to be on the show. And we are rapidly approaching our 225th episode. We are syndicated on six other internet TV channels in five different countries and May 1st, um, Ari Tab with his inter, um, <clears throat> Entrepreneur Network TV picked us up. And uh, Andrea and I learned uh, just recently that by the end of August, uh, there'll be over 140 million smart TV subscribers that will have access to his network and my show that's on there. So that's pretty cool. Wow. That is very cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Do you have another question? I don't know what to do with all of that, but it's pretty cool. <laughs> well, we've been talking about what you're going to do with all of that. You know, one mm-hmm. of the things, too, is because she had this uh, surgical background and, and everything, we're rewriting all of Erin's stuff. So based on her being heart centered <laughs> and getting the blood pumping and, you know, and <laughs> putting the oxygen in your business so that you can really, you know, run miles and, and so forth. Erin, um, why don't you share some other cool things that you've done, um, uh, like, uh, you know, like with uh, the manufacturing company and and if you're willing to share about like the huge thing that you had this weekend and with the property if that's open to you sure sure so yeah so this weekend um my my husband and i are fortunate enough to own an extremely large piece of property that we have uh shareholders that own own in the property with us and every summer we throw an annual picnic for the shareholders and their families so Saturday was our annual picnic with, I don't know, 450-some people that showed up for our picnics um, Saturday, and um, it's just a really good, fun time, and um, I emcee that and make sure that people are, are playing games and having fun and, you know, eating hot dogs and fried pickles and, um, you know, getting getting the experience that they need and questions answered, and um um, my husband, in the meantime, was looking for a couple extra board members to sit on the board for our pro- piece of property. We're a licensed tree farm and a, um, quite a few other, other things on our property. And so, you know, it was double dipping. But um, um, and then we, we run a, um, a fishing derby for the kids that are 16 and under. So my husband um, mans that. And there was 170 some kids that registered for the fishing the fishing derby <clears throat> that was Sunday and uh, um, just really, really fun. We, we get all kinds of um, prizes for the kids and trophies that, you know, for the biggest catch and the most amount and the strangest things. And um, it's just really a, a, really a fun, fun weekend. So I, I scooted out of that uh, early on Sunday and went to a, to judge a local talent competition um, Sunday afternoon slash evening. And so that was my weekend. <laughs> um, that sounds very, like a great busy, event to very, be at. I'll tell you what, I want to be on your, uh, your guest list next year. Where is this uh, event at? <laughs> um, the, um, on our property, it's for our shareholders. It's here, it's in Michigan. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it's a thank you that we do for the people that are shareholders and participants and help, help keep the, the tree farm going. And, um, uh, you know, really, we, we really land manage, um, our piece of property while we have to, um, 
I'm sure and, you don't uh, let anyone in as a shareholder unless they're at least a badass. I'm sure that that is a bare minimum requirement. That is correct. That is correct. Well, that is well, correct. I, get their, I, I their already own set key. us up. I already <laughs> set us up with Erin that she needs really awesome photography coverage from us, and so she yeah. she was open. Yeah. That, so. All right. Well, Erin, yeah. we have to go to break right now. So to come I want to make sure we get everyone to know how to follow you and where you are. Uh, at so they can communicate with you. So tell them where you can uh, reach you. Sure. It's uh, Aaron Strayer, E-R-I-N-S-T-R-A-Y-E-R.com. It's Aaron Strayer on every social media you can find. And uh, the Aaron Strayer Show um, is the business page on Facebook or the um, video vault on my website. You can find me on YouTube pretty much anywhere, pretty much anywhere. (laughs) Well, thanks for not changing that on each format because that would take so much more time. I know. So, good job. It's so, it's but we'll so be back tough. in a couple it's minutes. So this is Ken Rashan with the Influencer Channel and Amplified Radio brought to you by Big Events USA, the Red Carpet Connection, of course, the Key Smiling Movement. We'll be back in a minute. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Welcome back to the second segment. This is Ken Rashan on Amplified Voice America, brought to you by Big Events USA, the Red Carpet Connection, of course, the Key Smiling Movement. And we are going to move right into our next guest, Jay Shoop. And I wish I had the music, Shoop, by Salt and Pepper, so we could bring him in shoop, just proper shoop, style. Shoop. So go ahead, Andrea. Let's uh, introduce him. <laughs> uh, Jay Shoop, oh, what a doll. You know, he really is all about believing that he was put on the planet to positively and profoundly alter your trajectory. That means every single one of us. His dream for us is that within the in the world of coaching with him and and, and in the world of enlightenment, we might discover an insight, an idea, or a strategy that causes us to really propel our lives better than we could ever imagine. He's an absolute doll. He's been very vague about what all he's done in his life, so I can't wait to explore all of that. I know he has a beautiful daughter, and he has a great message and has a great consulting practice. Jay, welcome to to the show so we can learn more. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> well, the first I question that. that has to be <laughs> Well, the first question that has to be asked is Jay Shoop. Is that your real name? How did you get that name? 
Okay, so it is not a stage name. It is my real last name. My dad and I had the same first name, which is James, and as a kid, I wasn't a junior since we had different middle names, so I picked up the initial, and it's been with me ever since. Was part of the incentive of keeping like that was to have residuals coming from salt and pepper? Yes, absolutely. You make me want to shoop. That's not the only shoop shoop song that exists out there that uh, we get royalties from annually. <laughs> What's the other one? The other one's like from the 60s, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't remember who did the original one, but Cher did a remake of it. And it was really good. Yeah, she it was really did. popular. Watch the video. Like Betty, YouTube it. Betty Everett or something like that? <laughs> yeah, that might be it. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be something if I guessed it right? I might just Google that real quick and ask. Okay, Google, Google it while we're, while um, we're talking about important shoot. stuff. <laughs> well, you know how they say stories, schmories, who cares about stories anymore? So why why are stories uh, so important? Uh, why are stories important? You know, Ken, everybody, you, you actually mentioned something earlier in the segment about the parts of a story that you find out about that weren't really on the surface of the story, like that story behind the story. So much of that, that's really where the compelling, the, the juice is, that's where the lessons are. And being able to, like, one of the things that I love doing just in conversation with others is, is extracting that, finding that latent gem or gold or nugget within the story that exists. Uh, I, I love looking for it. I love hearing it and, of course, uh, sharing it when given the opportunity. Well, I just I did Google it, and Shoop Shoop Song, It's in His Kiss, is indeed by Betty Everett. So. I guess if there was a prize you to be given, get, I, would, I would win a story. You get the Scooby Snack. <laughs> yeah, I, I was over here singing it, so there you go. <laughs> All right, well, so you share about uh, that it's the timing also, and I, and I like that part about that it's not just the right words and the right order, but it's also the right time. So mm -hmm. tell us your story, and uh, please tell us why that's all important to have those sequencing. Well, this portion of my my lifetime or like this discovery of of what I would call this gifting right Aaron mentioned that we show up on the planet with with gifts that we don't know exactly where they came from you know whenever I would go to uh, let's see uh, mentors or or go to an event or watch speakers it was like I was out of body watching it from the side and not just listening to the content and their lesson but also really seeing how could this story be improved? How could the, how could the uh, context and the flavor be added? Where is that hidden gem of wisdom that they might have just glossed over that uh, is so relatable and so helpful? And you guys, have you've seen, um, as I have, you know, you've been to hundreds of personal development events. You've seen a speaker get up on the stage, and the first 20 minutes of it were either a train wreck or uh, all, an all-about-me section, and forgetting that the sequence and the value and the importance of the story is for the audience, right? They're asking, you know, who are you and why should I care? It's like, what's in it for me? And creating a sequence that builds that for the listener is really what's critical, you know, not just what's their story, what are these teaching points, what are the relatable pieces, what do they care about, and then connecting the dots for them, so when they deliver that story, it comes out naturally for them, and 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 the audience obviously gets the benefit and, and won't forget them anytime soon. Well, when you're talking about 
you know, the benefits of what they're receiving. Uh, what is it that you think are the two most important things that an audience receives? Well, one, if it moves them at a core level, you know, touches them at their, at their heart. When I say relatable, I'm talking about they can see themselves within the story. They can see themselves as uh, having been there before or walking in those shoes or going through a certain thing that uh, they thought they were the only one, right? Like sometimes people are in this lost or broken or scared or afraid place and they think nobody else has this problem. You know, if you look on Facebook, everybody's all sunshine, rainbows, what I call magic candy, rainbow island. Everything is just perfect in their life and I must be the only one who's going through this issue. And to hear that you're not and that there is others that have uh, uh, been through what you've been through and are willing to walk with you while you go through it. I mean, that's one of the values of uh, mentorship, which I think is the, really the second point. What people get is, is an element of mentorship. I've had the great fortune of having mentorship be a consistent theme throughout my lifetime. And I think that's because I had a willingness to ask for help. You know, a lot of times we're afraid to raise our hand because we're afraid of what other people might think or, or how we might look. And, you know, I found that worthy mentors, what I call a worthy mentor, is uh, somebody that's not just willing to uh, listen to whatever that issue is, but also willing to help and offer to help. And, uh, again, as I've looked through the guest list of the people that you've had on these calls, it's like, six degrees of mentorship. It's like there's so many awesome, great, amazing people that are committed to uh, moving the needle on doing good things, right? Just like this smile movement. It's, it's, you guys are moving the needle on this thing. I remember the first Keep Smiling card that I got, uh, I don't know, maybe five or six years ago. And, you know, the back of it is super compelling. But the thing that's interesting on the front is there's this little line. Maybe we should make it bigger. It says, to order cards for free, visit <laughs> thedailysmile.com. And I'm like, what does that mean? So I went to thedailysmile.com, and, hey, you could order these things for free. And so I started ordering them, and, uh, and, and I have ever since. But I don't know. I, I got off the topic there for some reason. <laughs> no, you did really well because that was actually the segue. I was going to ask you, since I – I hear that you're passing these cards out. When when did you meet Barry? And it sounds like we met him. You met him before I did. I, I met him in 2015, so about four years ago for me. And it, it is a compelling card because it always cheers people up. So what was your yeah, experience with you Barry? Know that, yeah, so so I never met Barry. I'm, and I'm, I'm sad to say that I don't recall the first person that handed me one of these cards because I would like to go back and give him a big hug. <laughs> but uh, it was definitely... Um, at an event, it was, it may have been a secret knock event. I'm not sure. Um, and well, if it was, then it was me (laughs) because that would be my, my territory, (laughs) my event that I would pass it out at. The next time I see you, I'll give you that hug that I just promised. Okay. (laughs) Well, even if, uh, yeah, even if it's not me, I just said it. So I'd get a hug. Okay. That's what I was thinking that Ken just (laughs) came up with that magically. He's looking for he's looking for free hugs. I think Barry sends out a card that says something about hugs too. But anyway, the the card was the card was just to me it was like just really cool in a simple way to 
not just share a smile, but here's the thing that I do when I give the card away. I say, make sure you read the back because, you know, keep smiling. Oh, you know, it's so cute, right? And then when they read the back and they read that last sentence that says, no one needs a smile as much as he who has none to give. Every exactly. time that somebody reads that, they go, oh, it's like, yeah, that's, that's the thing, right? That's the part. So I love giving them away. Uh, I've got a box full of them at all times. And, uh, you know, the, the stories that go along with them, sometimes just giving them away, you see that experience where uh, somebody who didn't have a smile to share prior to, it brings a smile to their face. And I'm sure that's why you photograph it because it's such a fun thing. It's awesome. Yeah, and the other reason is because people actually shift and show a bigger part of their soul or the beauty of who they are as a spirit. And that has Mm. blown me away because when people see their photo, they're like, I have to have that. Send that to me. And it's because they're lifting themselves up to pure happiness. And that's actually what uh, Barry says a lot of times, be be joy. And that is what that card causes and elicits. You know, I wasn't uh, you just reminded me of a a trip that I took – I was on my way back home from CEO space and I was in the airport in Texas and in between flights, I go up to the Chick-fil-A counter and there's a line. It's got about 40 people in it, but it's cruising, right? Like I'm the 40th person, but the line is moving really quickly. And in the line is a Chick-fil-A employee who's just standing there just greeting people. Just, hi, how you doing? The line's moving pretty good. You know, just making sure everybody's comfortable and not freaking out or whatever. And I thought she needs a keep smiling card. And so <laughs> I reach into my bag and I hand her the keep smiling card. And she's literally, she's studying this thing. Like she's reading it and she's reading it. She's reading it and she's smiling and she's reading it. And then she looks at me and she goes, this is amazing. And I said, Hey, guess what? I got a whole handful of them. And I handed her a stack of them and she went back in behind the counter at work and she passed them out to all her coworkers and it was awesome. And I think she's probably passing them out at the airport at Chick-fil-A. So if you're ever in the Dallas airport <laughs> and you're going through a Chick-fil-A line, you might get a keep smiling card from this uh, beautiful woman that was uh, the greeter there. Yeah, and it, it does. It, it shifts people and it makes their day or if they are actually doing great things in the world, they feel great because they've been acknowledged for it. So that's awesome. You know, I don't know if it was me at the at the Secret Knock because I was trying to uh, remember and I cannot remember if I did, but that's so strange because most of the cards we hand out have, um, we amplify goodness from the back. But I was looking at your 324, uh, your 4,000 friends, 324 mutual friends. If I ever lose my count, I can just uh, sign in under you because you have enough of, uh, cool friends here. But um, Patrick Carney is doing this. Uh, Greg Reed just uh, was interviewed last week. Donald Cody uh, with LifeWorks. And Nick Hollick, we're trying to. Manny Lopez, we're going to Cervex to deliver his second edition version of it. So really, really cool how the world is actually magnifying this positivity and attracting it. So great. And, and uh, the names that you mentioned there, you know, when you think about the circle and the spheres of influence that we're in, you know, that's one of the things that uh, I'm always encouraging others is you've got to surround yourself with people that want to see you win and all of the people that you described in that, in that little short list are people that genuinely want to see you win. I love that. Well, I want to talk a little, we have so much to talk about in this short period of time. So uh, let's keep the, I guess the conversation brief per question. Cause we're going to go to rapid fire just to go a little deeper. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk about uh, the death of mediocrity. I, 
I love that title, and I certainly agree with the concept <laughs> of it. So go ahead and share why you wrote that and what that's about. Well, the, the compelling uh, piece, what brought it on was a mentor saying, the problem with being average is that you're just as close to the bottom as you are the top. And that really stung for me, the <laughs> idea of being just as close to the bottom. I don't know why, it just hit me like that. And so I thought, you know, I'm probably not the only person that feels this way. And I think that we all have an intrinsic desire to grow. You know, everything in nature desires to grow and, and to reach its fullest potential. And I think we're that way too. If we're given tools, if we're given encouragement, if we're giving strategies, if we're given a little bit more how-to than just the philosophical part. I mean, that's one of the things in our coaching practices. You know, we talk about this philosophy of success all the time, and you've got to have one, but you also need strategies and tactics, and you need to be able to execute on those things. And this book was just, uh, as you may have discovered, it's only 55 pages, my kind of book. <laughs> my favorite <laughs> book is a short one that you could read in about 30 minutes or so. And so uh, my commitment is my next one will be equally as short. Well, uh, and a lot of people are in a facade that uh, they're way above average, and like it's something like ninety percent of people think they're above average, which kind of you, you mean, <laughs> makes you it mean impossible. Their own, you mean their own personal perception of self? Yes, yeah, their their perception of self or their perception of how well they do on tests, et cetera. So I, I, there's been some interesting studies that how do you do on a test, and the people that um, probably our average said they were way above average. And ironically, the people that were way, way at the very top said, I'm not sure I did so well. So we have to really check mm -hmm. ourselves to make sure that we're actually having the impact that we think we're having and then adjust I it think, accordingly. I think that speaks to, yeah, that speaks to humility, right? It really speaks to having uh, an accurate assessment of yourself, but not believing that you're somehow better than others. <laughs> you know, we're all, we're all equal in that sense. And I think that humility is the, is the thread that you're calling up in that. Point. Yes, indeed. And um, I'm actually reading my uh, my son the the book, The Warrior Kid. You familiar with that? Mm. Jocko Willink? No, I'm not familiar with it. So, you know, kids that can't do pull-ups or not so great with their math or are getting bullied, there's a, there's a book mm. called uh, Way to the Warrior Kid, and it's written by Jocko Willink, and he's a SEAL, and he's talking about this, this average aspect is that kids allow themselves to be mediocre and they accept that this is where they are in life. And he says, no, this all has to do with practice. And he teaches the kid that he can swim. He teaches the kid. And this is a kid that's like 9 or 10. He, he already has all these beliefs that are pushing mm. him down to be bullied. And so I, I think that t t why don't you share a little more about your book because and where people can get it. Um, well, you can order it directly on Amazon. The Again, as I mentioned, it's only 55 pages, so you can, you can literally read it in a, I'm not going to say a bathroom setting, but maybe on a, plane, a short plane ride. And also, if you connect through my website, there's a link uh, at coachshoop.com where they can get a copy of the book, and uh, I think they'll really enjoy it. Well, if they're massively constipated, they probably could do it in one bathroom setting. <laughs> Yes. I mean, that's, that's a desire. This is, in, this is inter internet radio. Every, anything goes, apparently. <laughs> well, we haven't cursed now. We haven't said the word poop. Oops. Oh, My son actually corrects me and says, you just said, a, yeah, you said stupid, and that's a bad word, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Andre, did you have a question you want to add? 
before we go to rapid fire? Well, mostly just uh, um, uh, would like you to comment. One of the my favorite parts in your book is under kisses from an enemy. But you talk about two mm. instances where people uh, don't aren't with people that um, don't really tell them the truth, and that's when someone's a leader, and that when someone's in love with someone. But there's this mm. line: conflict avoidance does not strengthen relationships; it weakens them. I I, I love this, and I wondered if you'd address that. And we only have if you do that like in less than a minute, because <laughs> we need to go to rapid Absolutely. fire. You got it. So. So one of the things that, uh, when I say conflict avoidance doesn't strengthen relationships, it weakens them, I think that many times people are afraid of, and I know I have been in my past, just afraid of conflict in any way, shape, or form. And oftentimes that's because that conflict is a, a, a potentially life-threatening. It could be potentially uh, relationship-threatening. And one of the things that we need to be prepared for is that the way that we grow is by recognizing differences that we have, talking through differences that we have, whether they're conflicting ideas or conflicting beliefs or conflicting values, and recognizing that it's okay for not all of us to be a carbon copy of each other. And in those conflicts and the willingness to work it out, say, hey, you can have your ideas, I can have my ideas, Two things can equally be true for us. It doesn't have to be an either-or. It can be a both, and we can live happily ever after if we're willing to not run from conflict but actually use it as a tool to strengthen it. Amen. Well said. Amen. We're going to go to rapid fire right now, and this is where you get an opportunity to share what's helped inspire you to be who you are. So we'll start off uh, with Aaron and then go to Jay. So Aaron, are you there? I am. Awesome. So we'll start off with my favorite category, which would be books. Name the top 99 books that actually changed your life. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> name one or two books. You don't have that much that, time. <laughs> <laughs> so name one or two books that actually uh, inspired you change your life um probably probably the the biggest game changer for me was the four agreements by don um miguel ruiz you know yes. um be impeccable with it. it's just four four ways to live by you know be impeccable with your word don't take anything personally don't make assumptions and always do your best it's like those seem like like super easy things but when you really dive into it it's like man these are hard and yes, when you are. like jump over the hurdle yeah mm-hmm. yeah great book big game all changer. right jay it, yep uh, well, the the absolute top of the top is As a Man Thinketh. Again, it's my kind of book. It's Ooh. less than 50 pages. It's like five <laughs> It's five short chapters, and I love it. And the current book that I'm reading right now, it's actually a, in part of a trilogy called The Science of Success, and it's uh, The Science of Getting Rich. That is just uh, right now just really speaking to me. There's a specific quote in there that says, Give every man in use value uh, more than you take from him in cash value. And to me, that's like going the extra mile. It's such a critical thing. I love those ideas. I can't wait to send you my book. Uh, it's called Quick Solutions to World Problems, and it's four pages long. And I always brag to people, take this book, read it in three minutes, and you can tell everyone you read a book today. So I'll send that over awesome. to you. Just uh, text me your email. <laughs> All right, Andrea? What is the song that really gets you motivated, Aaron? Ooh, um, my song is um, Ceiling Can't Hold Us by Macklemore. Um, it just is like we don't have a glass ceiling. It's not going to hold us in. We're going to 
put our hands up and break through that feeling and keep on going. We're going to fight. Yep. Love it. Jay? Oh, it's got to be old school. Eye of the Tiger or even the original theme from Rocky. How can you not listen to that and get fired up? Awesome. I was thinking it was going to be the shoot. I thought it was going to be the Shoop Shoop song. It's in his kiss. That's too easy. They <laughs> serve it up like a softball. Oh, Come on. His kiss. All right. So um, keeping this uh, in the media theme, and since it is summer still, for those who love to watch a summer movie that invigorates them, Aaron, what's a movie or two that uh, you'd like to share? Summer movie. Who's got time for those in the summer? <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, summer movie. It would have to be um, like uh, Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise, okay. And Jay, any movie that inspired you to take on the world? Uh, it's got to be Shawshank Redemption. I think I've only watched it mm-hmm. 973 times. And uh, that, that the episode at the end or the scene at the end where he's got his arms in the air and he's free and the rain's coming down. It's like, come on. Come on, how can you not love that one? I didn't one, think one of my anyone. friends is in that movie. Uh, Jim Toth. What? <laughs> one of my friends is wow. an extra in that movie. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> I didn't think anyone would watch it more than me. I eight fifty six for me, so you went over nine hundred. Okay. I got you. you. You got about eighty you got eighty you got eighty more views to go. All right, Andrea, last question. Um Aaron, what do you get complimented on the most? Short, short answer. Short answer, personality. Jay? One word, personality, my personality. Uh, willingness to collaborate. Yeah, willingness to collaborate. I, I thought Aaron was going to say personality. God damn it, it's my personality. It's my personality! Final thing, really quickly, what's a quote you live by, Aaron? Quote I live by, um, gosh. There's a hundred ways to do the same thing right. What works for me might not work for you, but we all get to the same answer. Okay. It's better to be prepared. It's better to be prepared and not have an opportunity than it is to have an opportunity and not be prepared. Amen. (sighs) Well, Aaron and Jay, you've both been amplified. Thank you so much for what you do to amplify goodness in the world. And you guys are fantastic. Can't wait to read your chapters and also bring them out to the world in a lot larger way. You are leading with love. And this is Ken Rashan and Andrea Adams-Miller with the Red Carpet Connection. And we will see you next week to amplify some more goodness. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.